from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Tuesday, June 26th. I'm Marco Werman. A top British official says the Arab Spring has been good for al-Qaeda. But this expert says Egypt's ongoing revolution could spell the end of the terrorist group. The truth is al-Qaeda is fighting for its life. The main thing that would put a stake in his heart is a successful democratic experience in Egypt. And later, an update on the Russian punk band that took on Putin. What we're seeing here is also a drama, and it's extremely irrational and absurd, and no one can stop it. BBC News with Cathy Clugston. The United Nations Security Council has been told that the conflict in Syria is worsening, with civilians facing increasing danger and UN monitors unable to resume their work. The UN peacekeeping chief, Hervé Latsou, was speaking after a day of heavy fighting between the Syrian army and rebels on the outskirts of the capital, Damascus. Both sides said dozens of people were killed in clashes. From neighbouring Beirut, Jim Muir. The state media said large numbers of armed rebels moved into the suburb of Al-Hama to the northwest of Damascus and tried to take control of a main road to the west in order to bring in more arms and fighters. They said that dozens were killed by security forces and others, including some non-Syrian Arabs, wounded or taken prisoner. Activists said there was heavy shelling as army reinforcements moved into the area. People in many parts of Damascus will have heard the explosions from these clashes, but they're only a small part of the violence raging in almost all parts of the country. Turkey has warned that any Syrian forces approaching its border will be treated as a military target following the shooting down of a Turkish fighter plane by Syria last Friday. The Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan said the rules of engagement for Turkish forces had changed. From Istanbul, here's Jonathan Head. This was a vintage performance by the Turkish Prime Minister, a rousing speech to his party in Parliament which combined denunciation of Syria's actions on Friday with a broader defence of his government's foreign policy in the region. He repeated his government's argument that the F-4 reconnaissance plane was unarmed, clearly identifiable and outside Syrian airspace when it was shot down. Mr Erdogan went on to define the Assad government as a security threat not just to its own people, but to Turkey as well. The European Union is to consider proposals that would give it a much greater say in the economic affairs of countries using the European single currency. They include a European treasury with powers to oversee individual national budgets. The plan, unveiled by the head of the European Council, Herman van Rompuy, will be presented at a summit on Thursday. Here's Andrew Walker. Mr Van Rompuy's vision is of a much more integrated Eurozone with increased, though not complete, central control over government budgets. He stops short of calling for a move to joint borrowing by issuing Euro bonds, but he does suggest it be considered. He also proposes an integrated approach to banks through deposit guarantees and arrangements for dealing with failing banks, what has been called a banking union. The ideas are politically challenging for many countries as the significant public concern about further European integration. An economist who negotiated Greece's entry into the single European currency has been named as the country's new finance minister. Yanis Stournaras replaces Vasilis Rapanos, who resigned on Monday because of ill health, less than a week after he was appointed to the job of reviving Greece's ailing economy. World News from the BBC. 
In Tanzania, 42 immigrants have been found dead in the back of a truck in central Dodoma province. The deputy interior minister said they died from asphyxiation. Local officials said more than 100 people had been packed into the truck. Rebels who seized control of northern Mali in April have opened fire in a protest march in the city of Gao. At least two people were killed and several wounded. Our West Africa correspondent Thomas Fessy reports. Rebel fighters reportedly opened fire on a crowd of angry demonstrators. People were protesting after a local councillor was killed on Monday in circumstances that are still unclear. Three different armed groups are sharing control of the northern town of Gao, including two Islamist movements linked to Al-Qaeda and the Tuareg-led MNLA. But people have publicly denounced the presence of these fighters in recent weeks, organising marches in the major centres of the vast desert north. A court in Serbia has imprisoned...